should all acquaintance be if you got send the days of old lands on Hello everyone and welcome back to Gav. Let me be the last one to wish you a very happy new year for 2019. We have been away for quite a while. Um, today we will present a smorgasbord of just shit, really. We don't have uh, an episode, um, so this is just going to be a random collection of things. One of the reasons we were away was that Jared was back over Christmas visiting. The time is 4.46am and I'm at Paddington Station, about to embark upon an epic journey back to Utah. Uh, got to see MCA last night, that was nice. Um, and uh, yeah, it's cold, but I'm not as tired as I thought I'd be. Um, Paddington's quite pretty out this early in the morning, actually. It's, it's the lights at the other, other end of the station are nice. The gates aren't open for the Heathrow Express yet. People are waiting down there. But I'm going to stay up here for a bit. But uh, yeah, I'll check in at Heathrow. And, uh, and so we got to hang out more, which means we had to do this less. Although we did, um, we did record the first, hopefully, annual Gamp Christmas board game podcast. Um, or the first annual Gamp uh, Cluedo game, whichever it ends up being. Um, so uh, now, live from Be The Change in Worcester, uh, which is a restaurant, if you're around there, uh, go check them out. The best cookies, the best shakes. Um, we present uh, me and Jared playing a game. Every person in this room has the perfect motive. Stand back! For murder. What do you mean? This is getting quite serious. And madness. <laughs> in the movie that makes a scene of the crime. Someone Clue. It's not just a game anymore. Secretly look at your cards because they're in your hand. Wait. Oh, we need Shovel to together the remaining person. cards and then deal them face down clockwise around the table. It doesn't matter if some car, some players from me receive more cards than others. Secretly look at your cards because they're in your hand, they can't be in the case file envelope, and they were not involved in the crime. Crime? Crime. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just gave you two, so I'm going to give myself two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How is it in terms of Christmassy? Very Christmassy. Finest. It's got um, it's got the, the the spicy, sweet deliciousness of a mince pie in oh. the form of a milkshake. Okay. This is a and then raisins, which I, li- I like raisins. I, I like raisins. <coughs> okay. Take the detective's note notebook sheet. We've already done that. Make and sure the tidy pencil. Yes. Make sure no one can see the notes you are. You make and mark off suspects, weapons, and rooms that you have in your hand. Oh, yeah. Yes, smart, smart. And then you can discard these cards, I suppose. Discard them. Discard them. You can totally play this with two people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I totally just put my thing just completely flat so you can see all. 
almost just said the name of this one. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the the Splounge. Professor Mayonnaise. (laughs) Veganaise in here. Sorry, yes. (laughs) Veginaise. Is that how you say it? I call it veganaise. I, I, I think it is. I think it is veganaise, but I, I prefer, veganaise is fine. There's no A in it, is there? No. Uh, candlestick. Oh. <laughs> 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 I actually did it. Oh, that's fine. That's all right. You mark off candlestick as well. All right. Thanks. That's you. That's your freebie. That's my freebie. Okay. Revolver. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. I didn't have that, does it? <laughs> Do I get that as a freebie? Yeah, that's your freebie. Hey, freebie. One freebie each. That should speed this up. Yep. I think you ended up having more cards than me anyway. <coughs> yeah, that's fine. I think you're right. Okay. All right, what do we do next? Roll the dice. No? Maybe. Gameplay. Miss Scarlet always goes first. Uh, uh, <laughs> then continues to the left. Hey, that's me. That's you. Okay, on your turn, move your character by either rolling the die or by using a secret passage. Oh. If you are in a corner room, try to reach a different room of the house on every turn to make your inquiries. Rolling, rolling. <coughs> <laughs> rolling, rolling. <laughs> roll the die. Move your character Six. number of squares. You rolled. You may move horizontally, vertically, forwards, back, but not diagonally. Okay. You may change directions as many times as you like, but you may not enter the same square twice on the same turn. One, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh, fancy. You may not land on or move through a square that's already occupied by another player. Okay. Uh, Alright. Makes a degree of sense. <coughs> you roll a one? I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Okay, me again. Okay. So, uh, okay. if you if given that you're by a room now, read the entering and leaving a room, you may enter or leave a room either by rolling the die and using the doorway, or by moving through a secret passage. It doesn't matter right. if you roll a number that's higher, then you need to enter. Stop moving once you're inside. Right, which I've done, so I'm in the, the study. Okay. What advantage does that give you? I guess you can use a secret passage. I can use a secret passage, and then I think you can make guesses when you're in the rooms? Making a guess. As soon as you enter a room, make a suggestion. Mm. By making suggestions throughout the game, you try to work out, by process of elimination, which three cards in the envelope. Surely, accusation. Yes. Not suggestion. Not suggestion, no, no. Right, I'm going to make an accusation. And I think you... Is it that you get to tell me <coughs> one of those things? Like, if you have it such a thing, you can say, like, it wasn't the role. Yeah, to make a suggestion, move the suspects and a weapon into the room that you just entered, then suggest the crime that was committed in that room by that suspect with that weapon. Oh, shit. So you have to put in a, a thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, do I have to use the one that's in the room? I don't know. didn't say. Uh, example, let's say you're Miss Scarlet and you enter the lounge. First, move another suspect, Reverend Green. In, what did you say? Splounge. Into the, <laughs> first, say you're Miss Scarlet and enter the splounge. First, move another suspect, uh, Reverend Green Poop, for instance. Reverend Run. Reverend Run. Into the, into the splounge. Next, move a weapon, the panner, perhaps, into the splounge. Then say, I suggest the crime is committed by Reverend Run. In the splounge with the panna. Shakus. Shakus. When making a su- suggestion, you must be in the room that you mention in your suggestion. 
Okay, so you couldn't like you were in the study. You couldn't say in the in the hall, right? So I, yeah, so I can. It has right. to be the room, but it doesn't have to be the weapon. So yeah. why are we? Why do we have to place the re- weapons in the room? I don't know. Just because. Just just because it's a place right. to put my. So guess. I'm gonna say. Reverend Run. Reverend Run. In the studoir. With le. Le de pip. Okay. Um, yeah. Proving a suggestion true or false. As soon as you make a suggestion, the other players in turn try to prove it false. The first to try is a player to your left. Um, you. Uh, that's me. Oh, wow. Uh, this <laughs> player looks at the cards to see if one of the three cards you just noticed is there, but you don't need to do that because you've got the Get your piece, piece, of sheet. Of the sh- piece of sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if the other player has one of the cards, I guess this is to protect you from like giving it away to everyone, but yeah. it's given that we're everyone, we can just say it aloud. Uh, you show the card. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so the cards do have a purpose. Yeah. If the other... Uh, yeah, you're right. If the other player has more than one of the cards, they yeah, select they one. one, yeah. Uh, if they have none, your chance to prove suggestion false passes to the next player on the left. Okay, all right. Since the player shows you one of the cards named, it's proof this card cannot be in the case file envelope and your suggestion was wrong. End your turn by marking off this card on your notebook sheet. Piece of sheet. So, um... A Reverend Green. Where? Reverend Run. It wasn't Reverend Run? Yeah, it wasn't Reverend Run. It wasn't Reverend Run. Where is he? There he is. He said lead pipe in the in the study. Studoir. Right? Studoir. <coughs> okay. Okay. Do I put him back or does he stay there? Yeah, you put him back. Okay. I think you put him back. Fairly certain. There is very little point having the other place. Yeah. And we don't know about lead pipe, so I will leave that there. Correct. Cool. Over to you, sir. There you go. <coughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long game. There we go. How much money do we put in the car? <laughs> oh, yeah, two hours. <laughs> Six! Jesus Christ. I'm going to use one just to go to the kitchen. All right, fair enough. So, um, where well, we'll make another another accusation. All right. Or suggestion, as the case may be. I'm going to go Colonel Bastard. Colonel Bastard. Which is you. I guess that. Yeah. You can, you can, no, you can go that way if you want, or you can stay in the kitchen. It's right. With le rap. Um, Don Le Dans le. Uh, Colonel Bastard. It was not Colonel Bastard? It was not Colonel Bastard. Okie doc. Okie doc. Okie doc. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go over to La Studoir. Okay. I suppose you don't have to roll if you just get... No, no, no. Could you just go back and forth? I, just, I would have just rolled a fucking one anyway. Um, yeah, let's, uh, so, J'accuse. J'accuse. Uh, you got you got to pull him in. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, uh, Madame Yorin... Uh, uh, <laughs> Madame Le Penis uh, dans la studoir mit ein <laughs> pan European Cluedo people <laughs> mit ein uh, lead pipe. It wasn't pickle. Okay. And she goes, but where did she start from? Def. Yes. Who's turn? That's me. 
Six. <laughs> Is room angle funny or something? I love it. Um, <laughs> you rolled like a two and a one and a, a one and a three. And I've had multiple sixes. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So close. Oh, so close. So close. For you. Mm. Very sweet, but delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, sugar, sugar, go, go. Yeah. I wonder how many mince pies came in yours. I don't know, yeah. I think probably two is my guess. The whole one on the top? Like one on the top, which was also like cut up and or maybe maybe two maybe one yeah, maybe two. Because there were bits of it around the edge as well. But it was a whole one on the top, wasn't it? Like my brother. It was a whole one on the top, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh Jacques Hughes. Mademoiselle Rouge. <laughs> Mademoiselle Rouge. Avec no, that's with. Um, no, that's true. You could go with the. Oh yeah, avec la. Les pipes. <laughs> Les pipes. <laughs> uh, dans la kitchen. I can't remember what kitchen in French is. Just say it in French. Kitchen. 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 In the kitchen. Is it in the kitchen. kitchen. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, it was not yeah. in the kitchen. Ah, no, dans la. Canard. I don't know. It's really not. Canard. Canard. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Come on, one. Six. Can I just like. It's like literally, is this weird? One. That's what I wanted. You can. If you got six, you can go into the ballroom anyway. I know, I know, I could. But I just wondered if I could roll anything. Anything but a six? Okay, yeah. There's some kind of magical energy. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do this properly. Alright, ballroom. Ballroom. I'm gonna say. Miss Madame Rouge. Madame Rouge. Dans la ballroom. Dans la room de Beth. With meat, le spanner. Oh, we don't have a spanner. spanner. Okay. Oh, no, that's the spanner. Meat, le pipe wedge. Meat, le orange de peep. Orange de peep. Hang on a minute. Where's the, where's the lead peep? The lead peep is there. You can straighten this out. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, was not uh, le spanner. L'orange de pipe. C'est né de l'orange de pipe. L'orange de pipe. Okay. Pipe. <coughs> and uh, put the Madame Rouge back. Three. Trois. Uh, you just go back and forth. <laughs> Trois. Uh, okay, j'accuse. Wait, hang on a minute. What? Oh. oh shit, I think I messed up. I think I was supposed to go to the study last time. Oh, whatever. Oh, well. It's fine. Yeah. Um... Okay, j'accuse Madame Blanc. Madame Blanc. Don't know. Uh, avec la robe dans la ballroom. Ah, oh, merde. <laughs> Do you already know this? Yeah, yeah. I didn't ask it wrong. Wasn't the rope. Well, n'est pas de robe. N'est pas de robe. Okay. 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 
Come on, give me a six. Baby needs a new pair of shoes. Four. Wait, who's who am I? I'm bum. So where's yeah. why's Mustard here? That's you. That, that was yeah. I just I just moved course, 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 the lucky chin. I got. But two. I shouldn't have because that's where the kitchen door is. Whoops. That's what I wondered when I said it with this. I got four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, le conservatoire. Le conservatoire. Uh, Chacuse! I like this. This is like speed Pluto. We're doing alright. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, don't need all those other people. Nah. Um, so I reckon it was. Those are person. Professor, we've already eliminated Reverend Run. Me? I reckon, I wonder if it was me. Alright. <laughs> in I, some sort of blind yeah. fit of rage. Professor Plum. Professor Plum, Mittler Daguerre. Daguerre. In the Conservatoire. Oh, is uh, Nepa de you. Hey, I'm not the mother. <clears throat> okay. Why is this so French? <laughs> I don't know. I'm really French. <gasps> oh, six! Six. And the Trois, six. And uh, two, three, four, six. And uh, two, three, four, six. Oh, no space counting. And two, three, four, six. Oh, that's nice. Six. Ah, Jacques. Good. Um, Madame Blanc. Madame Blanc. Avec le... Le pipe. <laughs> le pipe. Dans la rue de It was not Madame Blanc. Oh, not Madame Blanc. Okay. okay. Fini. It's, no, 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 whenever. It's just more clogged. Okay. Than fini. Um, oh, no, wait, wait. I'll just take a passenger to the splange. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring my dagger all with me. All right. Um, even though <clears> I wasn't a murderer, <throat> I bring a dagger. Um, um, Madame Rouge in Le Splange mit la dagger. Uh, ne pas de Splange. Ne pas de Splange. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. I'm down, down here. Over okay. to you, good sir. Merci. <clears throat> De. Chunks of brownie. Right? De. De. Oh, de. de. Mrs. Wright needs to go back to the... Get, get in the kitchen, Mrs. Wright. Oh, this is so regressive. She's the cook. Oh, then. Okay. Dos. Wait, this is this is taking a turn for the worst. Yes, it has. Um, Put me two spaces to the dining room. Dos. I dropped a raisin in my drink. There it is. Four. Put me in the dining room, please. What? Jack Hughes! Um. 
Um, um, you. No, I've already eliminated you, haven't I? No. No, you. In the dining room. Mit the... Beep. Ne pas de me. Ne pas de you? Ne pas de you. Are we? Yeah, so? Uh, one up, up from that. That? That, yeah. Okay. And the pipe can go to the splash. Beep. Bon, let's blanche. Oh dear. J'accuse. Uh, Madame Ruche. Mademoiselle Ruche. Mademoiselle Ruche. Uh, uh, avec le. D'accord. <laughs> les pipes. Les pipes. Uh, dans le conservatoire. Dans le conservatoire. It was not the conservatoire. Oh, c'est alors. I like the way we're clearly, we're clearly sort of narrowing yeah. this down, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> le weapon est la personne. Yeah, potentially. Narrow. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Where, where am I? Where am I? Uh, yeah, dining room. Dining home. Okay, what have I got a... Rooms-wise. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Four. I've got to go... I suppose I can return to this lounge, can I? Uh, there's no, uh, no passage. Oh, you can, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, and then I could seek it. Oh, yeah, absolutely, you can, yeah. I was going to make a slow way back because I've done another room <coughs> on this side. Right. Um, lounge, Jacques. Madame Rouge. <laughs> Dans la splanche. Pipe. <laughs> Mite la, la pipe. Uh, N'est pas de splanche. What have we got? That's fine. Carry on. Speed around. Speed around. Right. I'm, I'm assuming we're both kind of just to, just to, just to. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So from now on. Okay. Okay, okay. Uh, that. I just wanted to get over here, so, so we get close to something else. So, oh, oh. you don't want to you want to uh, no, Madame thing, peep. No, <laughs> we already know it's not. It's it's not less blanche. Oh, I don't need to roll, do I? Because I wanted to get over here. That's just me. Uh, it's the sugar. Jacques. <laughs> no, don't worry about. It. Okay. <laughs> speed, speed, <scrum>. not scramble. <laughs> speed. Hey. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Thank you very much. Still going. Still going, totally yeah. still going, still yeah, going. very much so. Uh, I'm on the part way to where I'm going. Yeah. Very interesting, excellent. Oh my god, that was so fucking... Beep. Beep. Ah! Beep. Speed round! Speed round! Beep. Beep. Ah! Beep. Oh, beep. Beep. Oh, sank. Dun, dun, dun. J'accuse! Oh. Euh, euh, euh. euh, n'est pas de billard room. Oh, n'est pas de billard room. <laughs> J'accuse! J'accuse! Euh, euh, n'est pas de hall. Oh, n'est pas de hall. Merde. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, I love this. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Really speed cleaner. Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Beep, dos. Beep. Beep. <laughs> Passages in there? No. Okay, we're trying to get to. Oh, it's there. Oh, shit. 
J'accuse. Euh, 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 bleu. N'est pas de l'abri. Oh, n'est pas de l'abri. N'est pas de bibliothèque. Oh non, n'est pas de bibliothèque. Boom, 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 boom. So I couldn't count. Until I count the same Z's. Yeah. <laughs> This is really weird. This becomes so French. Ah, <laughs> oh, snake eyes. Okay. <laughs> said snake eyes. Oh, five. Snake eyes. <laughs> snake eyes. Listening, she's yelling the correct words at us. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, holy shit, I should have gone left. Oh, j'accuse. J'accuse total? Ouais. Oh, j'accuse total. J'accuse total. Shall I get the cards? Ouais. Well, actually, do it. Ouais. So, just to announce Mademoiselle Scarlet, yeah. dans la uh, studie. Yeah. Mit la pipe. La pipe? Let in the study? What? Man, Miss... <laughs> Miss Scarlet, lead pipe, study. Correct. Scarlet, lead pipe, study. Woo! It works! First great <laughs> annual speed Cluedo. <laughs> And you can take Cluedo that. with two people. Take that, Parker. Yeah, take that, Parker Brothers. Yeah. Hasbro, division of Hasbro. <laughs> Yeah, part of GM. Yeah. He's for Terminal 3, heading to New York. Uh, time is now 6.02, so it's taken a while to get here. Um, though we were pretty early for the Ether Express. Um, stupid. So they've got markings on the floor that tell you where to go in Paddington. But the arrows for the Ether Express are kind of stylized as such that they... They are easily misread, let's say. So we ended up at the wrong place first, but didn't miss a tra didn't miss our train, thankfully. Um, in fact, Heathrow Express very smooth, liked it a lot. But yeah, just got through security and uh, about to go and get some breakfast. Still not feeling super tired, despite the early hour. But uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'll check in when I'm boarding. Just as an interlude here, I would like to welcome a guest to the show. It is Marco from the Cock and Croc podcast. Um, addressing comments made uh, by his fellow podcaster, um, Sam, who once uh, described our show here as undigestible. Um, I know we're, we're often long uh, in terms of our episodes, but um, wh what do you think Sam should do about his comments, Marco? Fuck off. Uh, calm down now. We all like Sam. We all like Sam. It's, you know, anything to add? Fuck off. Okay, okay. Well, thanks for joining us today, Marco. Well, that was Marco, and uh, uh, you can you can listen to Cock and Croc Beer Ignorance, um, available from all good podcasters right now, and I recommend it. Their episodes are short and digestible, and they discuss about three beers a week. 
Um, and uh, I'm a fan, so maybe you should be too, even if uh, even if Marco is a bit uh, bit of the foul language. This is going to be a full plane. I would just like to say that in the future we will be presenting some new episode formats and some shorter episodes. Not probably not as much of a shambles as this one, but we have some. Uh, interesting things in the works. We have some first half episodes, which I won't explain, but uh, you'll know when they happen. And we have some uh, some shorter, more digestible episodes just for Sam, um, which are basically going to be either leftover bits of rambles that me and Jared have done, or new, just topic-led things, much like we did when uh, the James Gunn episode happened last year. Will the cabin crew please now place orders to armed and cross-check? On board, and we're ready to take off. Bye-bye, England. Sadly, one of the other reasons we were away so long was that um, a very dear friend of mine, Ed, died. Um, and if, if you know me, you probably you probably knew that already. Um, but yeah, the, the, the devastating loss of a, of, a, of a friend of over 20 years was, was something that really knocked me for quite a while. And we finally had the funeral in January. Um, and so that was uh, another of the reasons we were away. In a, in a way, I just didn't have time to be honest, to, to devote for this all mental mental space. Um, but the one thing I do have, and um, uh, randomly, I suppose, is that while I, um, I, I had to speak at the funeral, and, um, and so I couldn't really be, be listening to the first half of the funeral until I spoke because it was just going to upset me. So I, I put my phone down and set it recording so I could listen to it later. But the upshot of that was that I, um, that I also managed to, to record the, the eulogy I gave and um, as much for me or anything else, I, I would like to put that in this in this podcast just so it exists, so it's out there. Um, so um, you, skip a couple of minutes if you if you don't want to hear this, folks. The recording's not great, I admit, but uh, I kind of wanted to include it. Um, so this is this is the this is what I wrote for Ed's funeral. In life, there are many different kinds of friends. There's that friend you can spend hours with, with the world to lights on the phone or in person. Friends who are like family. Saying hello, please may I have while 
um, or constantly asking us if we agreed everything from Mars bars to toilet rolls had gotten smaller, uh, or telling us that our beards were far too hobby nowadays. But most recently, I'll miss him telling us never to get too close to the bottom of his cane, uh, as if it witnessed some unspeakably horrific incident, uh, but never telling us why. And I'll miss him falling asleep whilst literally playing video games. And I'll miss driving a 70 plus mile round trip just to take him to some film that never really just fun the effort. But ultimately, I'm sad I never get to talk to him again. About nothing, for hours. Often to then only reference the outcome of that discussion if the topic ever came up again, as if it was some dumb, dumb law. Um, it was that matter of fact that you could always rely on any. It ground the situation either in fact, sincerity, or ridiculousness. Uh, once when I was irrationally agreed about not even being asked to be a best man at a forgotten childhood best friend's uh, uh, wedding, he simply said, Well, I always thought you'd be mine. Sadly, this is the closest I'll ever come. Goodbye, Chief. We'll miss you. Okay, um, I hope um, I hope you're all okay with me in including that. So here I am, New York City, <clears throat> specifically John F. Kennedy International Airport, Terminal Four. Been here for a couple of hours now. Um, I did I did a stopwatch thing with my flight, where I figured out exactly from wheels up to wheels down, like started it on wheels up and then stopped it on wheels down. It was 7 hours, 13 minutes and 31 seconds, which was kind of interesting to me because I'm kind of a nerd. Um, but yeah, here I am, New York City, uh, very long layover here, 8 hours, so just been kind of taking it easy, relaxing, soaking everything in. Uh, just had Shake Shack, which was really good. They do this thing where they, they deep fry, like, breaded deep fried mushroom with cheese in it. Not something Mr. Adams would like, but, uh, but I liked it. So yeah, onward from here will be New York to Salt Lake City at 8pm Eastern Standard Time. So yeah, it's going to be a long day because I think it's, what's the time now in London? Time out in London is 8 p.m. and we set out from the hotel at 4.30 a.m. So yeah, it's been a long day, I'm anticipating getting tired in a couple of hours, so apologies if I sound a little less chipper on the next few. Just to finish off, I would like to uh, hopefully cheer it up a little bit, so I'm going to um, personally read you all a bedtime story. Um, this was a random recording I, I got uh, last year when I was when I was recording my nephew a, uh, a story. So um, go to bed after this one, folks. See you next week. Just boarded the Salt Lake City flight, and I'm done traveling. Not done traveling for another five hours, but. Yeah, I don't want to be on a, on planes anymore. I'm gonna try and sleep. Should do this one, Thomas Thomas the Runaway, by Christopher Audrey, with illustrations by Clive Spong. Thomas, Percy, and the Cole. 
Thomas the Tank Engine's blue paint sparkled in the sunshine as he puffed happily along his branch line with Annie and Clarabelle. Blue is the only proper colour for an engine, he boasted to the other engines. Oh, I don't know. I quite like my brown paint, said Toby. I've always been green. I wouldn't want to be any other colour, added Percy. Blue is the only colour for a really useful engine. Everyone knows that, spluttered Thomas. Percy said no more. He just grinned at Toby and winked. Every day, Percy brings a truck full of coal from the junction for the coal merchant Farquhar. Next morning, Thomas was resting when Percy arrived. Be careful in this siding, Percy, warned Thomas, as Percy pushed the trucks along the line beside him. These buffers aren't very safe. They... He got no further. As one of the coal trucks passed Thomas, the catch on its door burst open. With a rumble and a crash, an avalanche of coal poured out and piled up around Thomas's wheels. A thick cloud of coal dust arose all around him. Eshew! Thomas spluttered. Help! I'm choking! Get me out! Percy looked worried. Then, as the dust settled, he looked at Thomas and began to laugh. Thomas's smart blue paint was black, from smokebox to bunker. Ha ha ha! chuckled Percy. You don't look really useful now. You should see yourself. You look really disgraceful. I am not disgraceful, choked Thomas, seriously. You did that on purpose, Percy. Now stop your stupid giggling and get me out. But it was some time before Percy could help. The coal bunker stood behind the buffers, which Thomas had said were unsafe. It was only when the coal was shoveled into the bunker that Thomas could be moved. Poor Thomas was filthy. You're not fit to be seen, grumbled the cleaners. It took so long to clean Thomas that he wasn't ready in time for his next train, and Toby had to take Annie and Clarabelle with Henrietta. The cleaners were tired and dirty when they had finished. Thomas was grumpy in the shed that night. Thomas thought it was a great joke. Oh, sorry. Thomas was grumpy in the shed that night. Toby thought it was a great joke, but Percy was annoyed with Thomas for thinking that he had made his paint black on purpose. Who'd have thought it, Percy remarked. Fancy a really useful blue engine like Thomas becoming a disgrace to the Fat Controller's railway. You wait, Percy, replied Thomas crossly. One day you'll laugh on the other side of your smoke box. Pooh, rejoiced Percy. I wouldn't have missed all that fun for anything. The feud worsened as time went on. Thomas thought Percy had coal-dusted him deliberately and Percy was cross with Thomas for thinking so. Two days later, Thomas was at the platform when Percy brought his trucks from the junction. Percy arranged them and ran into a siding for a drink before Thomas left. The water column stood at the end of the siding with the faulty buffers. As Percy tried to stop, he heard a cracking sound, and to his horror, found out that he couldn't. The buffers didn't stop him either. Ooh, wailed Percy, help! The buffers broke, and Percy ran into the coal bunker with a thud. Coal flew everywhere, and when the dust had settled, Percy had disappeared beneath a thick, black cloak. Thomas watched from the platform. As the crash died away, the signal arm dropped, and Thomas moved off, laughing as he went. Percy was furious, and he spent the rest of the day wondering how he could pay Thomas out. <coughs> the runaway. Percy was soon mended, but one morning, Thomas woke 
feeling ill. The fat controller sent him to the big station to see if they could make him better. Duck and Edward. Yeah. And Percy. Duck and Edward and Thomas. And Percy. Where's Percy? His his don't know. Oh, okay. He's on. He's not there. Yeah, okay. His 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 don't Okay. His. So this is Edward. Edward must take you to the works, the fat controller told him. Then he went to see Duck, the great western engine. Duck is a western engine. Yeah, he's that one. I told you to go and help Percy and Toby. While Thomas is ill, he said. Donald and Douglas will do your work until Thomas returns. Duck was delighted. He knew Percy already, um, and it wasn't long before he made friends with Toby, Terence and Bertie. Percy, who was still cross with Thomas, was glad to have someone new to talk to. Even Annie and Clarabelle were impressed. Such nice manners, they told each other. It really is a pleasure to go out with him. Soon they made Duck welcome, and he laughed when they told him Thomas had once left their guard behind at the junction. When Thomas came back, Annie and Clarabelle told him how well Duck had managed. Though Thomas was jealous at first, he was so pleased to be home that he soon forgot. But he didn't forget the affair with the coal. Percy was careful to keep out of his way. The works had left Thomas's handbrake very stiff. It made his brakes seem as if they were on when, in fact, they weren't. And Thomas's driver and fireman soon learnt to be extra careful. One day, Thomas's fireman was ill, and a relief man took his place. At the junction, Thomas ran round Annie and Clarabel. While his driver chatted to the station master on the platform, the fireman fastened the coupling. The driver was told about Thomas's break, but unluckily he had forgotten. When he had finished with the coupling, he joined the driver and station master on the platform. Uh, Thomas simmered happily. In the distance, Henry appeared. Not long now, thought Thomas. Henry's not in this one. Well, Henry's in the distance, so we'll probably see him in a minute. At that moment, Thomas felt his wheels began to move. He tried to stop, but he couldn't without his driver and fireman. He tried to whistle a warning, but he couldn't do that either. The guard shouted from the platform, but that did no good. The guard, driver and the fireman were all stranded, and the passengers were left on the platform, staring. Thomas, Annie and Clarabelle gathered speed out of the station. The empty coaches shrieked as they rounded the corner, but Thomas, with plenty of steam, kept on going. The signalman at the junction soon realised what had happened, and sent a message along the line. An inspector prepared to stop the runaway at the station near the airfield, where Harold the helicopter stood ready in case of emergency. But Thomas was still going much too fast. Quickly, the inspector climbed aboard Harold, and they took off. I must get there in time. I must, he whirred anxiously. Below, Thomas was tiring. I need to stop. I need to stop, he panted wearily. Annie and Clarabelle held back as they went uphill. As they neared the station, Thomas saw Harold land and the inspector run towards the platform. This time, Thomas entered the station slowly, um, slowly enough for the inspector to act. Running beside the train, he judged his moment. It's almost the end, yeah. But it's going to end it well, isn't it? This time, Thomas entered the station slowly enough for the inspector to act. Running beside the train, he judged his moment, jumped and scrambled into Thomas's cab. Then he put the brake on hard. With a sigh of relief, Thomas stopped. The inspector mopped his brow. Phew, he remarked. Wearily, Thomas agreed with him.
And finally, about 27 hours later, home. I'm going to bed. Thanks for joining me on my journey, folks. Um, it was really long. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time.